You're listening to the Digital Introverts Podcast, a show where introverts share their success and failure stories and discuss how they thrive in the digital age. I'm your host, Godwin Chan. Let's begin. Episode 23 of the Digital Introverts Podcast features Jamie Martin. He's an award-winning sales professional as the managing director and founder of Correct Careers Coaching, as well as an author, podcast host, and speaker. Correct Careers Coaching is a modern sales training and sales strategy business. Jamie is passionate about sales strategy and sales training to help businesses improve their revenue and processes. Jamie helps streamline your sales strategy, enhancing a strategic approach to selling, resources, developing employee sales skills, ICT or information communications technology, and materials utilized during the sales process, etc. Jamie delivers modern sales training, the full sales cycle, including social media marketing slash prospecting, lead generation, new business conversion, client relationship management, negotiation, and Jamie's pioneering program, sales psychology. Jamie has 10 years of experience B2B and B2C, working within the corporate sales, marketing, media, and recruitment slash headhunting world. He has provided sales training to over 28 different industry sectors and has worked with all types of personnel and all size companies from startup to over 78 million pounds of turnover. Following the sales training and strategy, a client doubled their customer base. Jamie has an undergraduate degree in psychology and a postgraduate certificate with merit in business psychology. Jamie's publications include The Anomaly Crystal, a sci-fi fantasy novel, and Sound Distraction Effort on Memory Processing Knowledge Familiarity, a dissertation. Let's get right into it. Hello and welcome to the Digital Introverts Podcast. Today we have, I call all my guests special, but we have a special guest today, uh, Jamie Martin <laughs> here from the UK. Welcome to the show. Great to be on the show with you, Godwin, uh, for listening to your podcast and very excited to be here doing one with you today. Fantastic. You already know what the theme of the show is, so uh, without further ado, we'll jump right in. Um, really wanted to, really excited to get your opinion on this notion of digital introversion or what does it mean to you to be an introvert in the digital age and in this day and age? I think it's a, a fantastic concept to be honest and something that is already apparent but you've managed to make a interesting term out of here so i'll break it down into the two areas if we if we start with digital the digital age which we're all aware of started in the 1970s when they introduced computers and then led on to the World Wide Web, which has revolutionized uh, humans' lives, uh, not only for swiftness of communication on a global scale, but also changed the marketplace to certain industries such as banking, financial retail, when, you, you know, when you're shopping online. So the digital age, which, which we, some of us like millennials have grown up in, have, have always been used to a platform where they can express themselves and they can communicate freely and openly. And also, you know, social media, you know, has so many benefits to it and we're probably not used to a world without you know so much you know useful technology so then if you look at the other side uh, of digital introverts the way i would look at an introvert probably from my psychology degree is that introverts uh, there there was um, a personality questionnaire done by myers briggs it's quite a it's quite a famous report and they had 16 different unique types within there and 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 one of the main categories were introversion and extroversion and introversion or introverts would be characterized as you know individuals that might be shy or they might be quite quiet reflective 
analytical and not not so social so like working on their own certainly don't like you know being the center of attention shall we say and they they they, they grab their energy from their, their their selves and their own unique skill set putting the two together you have a digital introvert where you could look at this as in two concepts you know positive or negative but i think i think they can thrive i think introverts thrive in a digital world there are some actual absolutely uh, amazing introverts in the past we're talking like people like bill gates steven spielberg albert einstein was an introvert and mark zuckerberg who created Facebook, which is, you know, one of the biggest social platforms out there. So introverts utilising the digital technology we have available, they can actually create amazing opportunities platforms and really thrive so I, I think i think it's a fantastic concept you've, you've come up with and and something that probably needs to be explored further in some retrospects introverts can use their say their unique skills in writing which can communicate with, with other introverts online uh, and they can build really strong relationships and emotional connections but i suppose the other side of it was explained I explained a minute ago is that you know humans are social creatures as well and the fear would be if, if you are an introvert and you are only utilizing technology and social media you know are you really getting to know humans in person and and i think i think that's you know something to, to be explored further that that would be my intake on it anyway godwin um i don't know what your thoughts were on that very very comprehensive answer and i have i've had a few guests who have broken it down obviously you know into its two constituent parts and then put them back together right in that sense but if you think about it right obviously with the advent of the of the digital age and, and how a lot of these technologies were invented in the first place they were pretty much invented by introverts in in some shape or form or have had a huge involvement right in, the, in that in that sense um and i think that it's very interesting you have that analytical very thoughtful minds who would see that this would be the evolution of, of basically telecommunications that's that's basically what i see it as right and now especially with the advent of many different types of communication online now like obviously, we're doing this through video conferencing. Yes. Uh, there used to be just what WebEx or, or Skype or whatever. Now it's like there's so many different types of video conferencing. It's it's insane. And same thing with messaging platforms. Same thing with uh, leaving voice messages and, and, and things like that. So it's really it's really fascinating to see how you know there are now many different ways to connect. Obviously, to express the very humanness, very humanity. Uh, inside of us, while being cognizant, I guess, with, with different options of connectivity that we're comfortable with right some people are very are just you know especially the introverts are very comfortable with just texting instead of calling i know that's one big one for sure i used to hate taking phone calls it was the worst thing for me in the world because you never you're always caught off guard you're never really prepared right to go into the conversation and so i would just prefer like the kind of time latency that you know texting or, or emailing has so you don't have to respond in real time but again there are pros and cons to that um and i think that's really Really, really interesting. I think that's some useful insights from your perspective there, Godwin. So when you mentioned there's there's different forms of telecommunications, human beings, we communicate in not only in different ways, but we, we are receptive to receive communication from others. So it's actually 93% nonverbal communication. That means we are using 38% of communication as our tone and pitch or voice and 55% of our communication is from body language, uh, our eye contact or even our handshake. So in a digital world, that is something that we introverts or extroverts, you know, they, they need to be able to adapt to using these forms of communication because it's all right to, to speak and to write, but if the receiver or the, the individual you are interacting with 
isn't picking up on your communication style and really understanding what you are meaning whether that's verbal or, or non-verbal, then it, it can be lost, uh, you know, the, the, the meaning of, you know, the time you take to, to communicate with them. And don't forget that, you know, individuals perceive and, and learn in different ways. So some individuals are better at visual learning or, or people prefer auditory learning. So in a modern age, in a digital technological world, we have to really take into these considerations to make sure that if you are an introvert and, and you are you, you you are thriving in other areas in the in the digital world, are you making sure that you you are communicating with with other introverts, other extroverts, so that you are building the rapport you are looking for? So it's fascinating because I suppose the way I look at things from when I learned psychology at university, we're all individual. We all have individual differences. We all have different learning styles. We all think differently, which is called neuro neurodiversity. So yeah, it's it's really it's really fascinating not only to talk about it, but for actual human beings to investigate this further so we can really connect with people whether it's in the business world or a personal level we have to really understand that everybody is different and that we we have to understand their differences so, so we can actually build that emotional relationship shall we say yeah no I, I and i do agree definitely psychology there's a huge component I, I don't think a lot of people realize that there's a huge component you know psychological component in obviously building relationships but also in business as well there's there's a lot of that as well it's really really fascinating you know obviously at the end of the day business is really i don't want to say a subset of psychology per se but it is it is very highly correlated you strive to understand human behavior in order to make a sale or to uh you know achieve direct business outcomes things like that and i've always found that really fascinating you know in terms of the high correlation between those two to understand how to relate with one another and you know obviously the best way to to make a sale for example is to build rapport right it's it's very it's very simple you don't for example go up to someone at a dinner party or something you start pitching your business to them. that's not how it works right but i don't understand why a lot of people feel the need to do that when you connect with them the first time online i've gotten way too many of those messages especially on linkedin the first thing that they send is their sales pitch. That's not the point, right? You wouldn't do that in real life, so why would you do that you know, online? So, And I think in individuals doing such as those uh, actions need to really understand how it's perceived at the other end by the other individual. It might be that they are doing a checklist exercise or... Or they, or they want to, you know, communicate with that person straight away. And, and in my business, you know, I do a lot on social media, a lot of primarily LinkedIn, which is the business to business platform. And I think where we need to, the business world should adapt for different communication styles or different types of people is that actually building engagement and relationships with them. So in a, in a workshop I teach, it's, it's using social media for building engagement. And it talks about a framework to actually discuss how to connect with someone that you may not necessarily have met them in person, but you're doing it over social media. So you're, you're right, you know, I don't think ever anyone likes to have that kind of message. You know, you, you need to build a rapport because if I look at it from a different way, there's, again, not to go back to too much psychology, it's going to sound like a university <laughs> lecture, <laughs> but but the buy-in experience is, is 90% emotional and 10% rational thinking. So in any situation, you know, if, if you're buying, say for example, a car and you're not emotionally connected to the person who's selling it to you, or, or even the product itself, you, you'll go away and think about it and you're, you're more than likely not to proceed with it and, unless it really fulfilled a need. 
for you. So individuals who, if, we, if we're talking in a business capacity, I think the soft skills are really important, the communication skills, building the rapport with other individuals and, and adapting to, to whatever ever communication style you use. So if you're an introvert and you're using such space as social media to connect with others, don't get me wrong, you can certainly build relationships that could lead to a sale, but that's not going to happen in the first instance. And that's not going to probably happen within the first few weeks or first few months. Individuals are going to want to understand that you really you really want to build a relationship with them and that you're not just after the sale because I don't know if you've heard of no like and trust yep. KLT yeah so that's that's quite a renowned term again it, it, it's a fantastic term you know we, we want to trust someone and then we're more likely to to work with them believe what they say have faith in their product or service most people now they, they don't just go for the cheapest option they, they go for you know someone they can they can work with someone that is is going to provide excellent customer service and really provide them with you know, a, a suitable product or service that is going to benefit them. And they will be able to view you doing that over social media by your posts, you writing articles, your passion, your authenticity. But do you, as soon as you go in with, say, a hard sell, yeah, you, you just you just lose that emotional connection. And that is going to impact on you and everyone's had a bad experience in one way or shape or form like you mentioned in your experiences uh, you, you wouldn't go and do that at a networking event and in a networking event if you're an introvert and you've, you've got to stand up and you've got to do a 60 second pitch which we, you know sometimes do that that can be quite quite challenging for some individuals and you may not want to go and connect with everyone in the room but you will you will resonate with people that are you know on a similar type of communication style with you and then you can re- it's i guess what i'm the point i'm trying to make is it's not about quantity it's about quality so you know really know who if we look in a business world or if you're looking at a sales perspective really know who your customer is really know what they want and the language they're expecting to see from you uh, as a person looking to connect or sell with them and then provide them with that type of communication and then you're more likely to build a rapport and in fact you know not just a you know if a business rapport but you know you, you build those emotional connections in life and and you you will stay connected with that person and support one another's businesses and and also you know social media posts as well so yeah you know exactly and and what what's really funny though is that you know, I, I started really building kind of my business network through LinkedIn. And I think mm. that's a great platform. What has happened, though, is a lot of those connections have actually become real life friends. And I think mm. that's great. You know, you kind of uh, surpass that barrier, if you will, between kind of business acquaintance and, and friendship. And then, you know, obviously, if we're kind of in the same area, you know, I'm here in, in the Toronto area here in Canada. You know, we've met in person and, you know, we've had coffee chats or we've, we've met at different networking events and things like that. And so I think that's really fascinating that you can do that, you know, once you build that report and then you can really, really stay connected for a very long time and you can collaborate on multiple different things if you want. Or you can just stay as, as friends, you know, because sometimes uh, friends may not make the best business partners. <laughs> uh, there, there's that. I've learned from experience. So. <laughs> Um, there's that as well. I think what you said, I think was, you know, really fascinating that don't you look at using, say, social media to make business relationship, use that as a platform to build rapport with others, for them to visually see you. I call LinkedIn the visual CV. That's not in a recruitment concept if you're, let's say, looking for another job or looking to connect with employers. But it's about you as as a business or an employee for a business demonstrating your profile. And it's, it's different to, to say on a platform such as Facebook, because LinkedIn is, is mostly used as a business concept. So individuals can see
see you on LinkedIn. And then by chance, or if you are going, if you are in the same sort of space in, in industry or, or, lo- or geographical location, and you meet them at a networking event, I've, you can actually go up to them. And as an introvert, you can go up to them and feel like you can speak to them a bit more because you, you have more in common or you, you understand that person a bit more. So it really does help digital information or technology to actually research understand others' behavior, and then you feel like you, you, you can communicate with them on a personal level. And there's been plenty of times where I do a lot on, on LinkedIn, on social media, and I've been at networking events, and I've had people I, I've never been introduced to before come up to me and, and feel like they know me and say, oh, it's great to see about your business, and likewise for me to their business. And I think that using a digital world, whenever you're an introvert or an extrovert, it really can help strengthen rapport in person because, you know, back in the traditional days where <laughs> you, you go around, say, cold call and knock on people's doors, it's not like that anymore. First of all, I don't think anyone has the time or energy to be able to to do that but you can really utilize social media to your advantage and I would say if an introvert is more reflective and likes to listen there's a there's something in sales which is usually the 80 20 rule so you will listen 80 percent of the time to your customer to their needs and then you'll be able to communicate back with them with um, articulate information that's going to that's going to benefit the business relationship so you know as an introvert that's really going to help but i think there are there there are, there are times and space where using the digital world is going to benefit you and also you need to adapt certain skill sets to to still utilize that in the face to face environment because say most if you look at it from a sales background just from my background most deals are usually done in person and if you are not confident enough to be able to close a deal or follow up uh, or negotiate in person then that may not benefit you so much if you're if you're in a, if you're talking about a sales role but now in during current times where we are using innovation to our advantage where we have video conferencing like we're, we're using today for this podcast individuals will understand that they can they can utilize these platforms to still do things they would have done in person before and the receiver the customer or the other business individual will also have to, to respect that actually business is going to be done differently now so to, to see technology advance in this way is is incredible and, and who knows what's going to be next I, do, I have been reading online that we're in the information age right now and next will be the experience age so and that's coming shortly where you know when you talk about there's so much technology out there like the internet of things and how technology is being utilized for so many different types of uh, industries where you know maybe it might be uh, logistics or in healthcare to actually experience information in, in a different way you know that's really really exciting and uh you know you definitely mentioned a lot of good nuggets in there especially with honestly taking a step aside from just the the wonders of technology i really hope we can still continue to do business in person let's just put it that way because (laughs) again again, you've already mentioned it before humans are social creatures i don't think we've evolved to be cyborgs or anything so there's still that there's still be that need for in-person communication or whatever you know like the handshake you know the actual when can we do handshakes again, right? So that's the other thing. Um, well, we, we could do an Air 5 over video conferencing. Well, I, I, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the same. <laughs> Definitely not the same. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I you, you were mentioning, like we can theoretically close deals you know, online now, whether it's through um, you know a lot of those uh, e-signature companies now like DocuSign or digital contracts or, or whatever the, the case may be now. You know, you can, you can safely secure them and store them instead of having those... Old, old paper copies that can be either destroyed or lost or things like that. So it, it, it's really interesting. And like you mentioned, you know, I'm ready to go on to the experience age, right, of how we can interact and morph technology even more with our world. As I say that, that's primarily 
through things like AR and VR, you know, those kinds of experiences, but also, you know, uh, IoT as well, uh, Internet of Things, and then, yeah, transportation, logistics, healthcare, how we how we learn uh, education, I think, is going to be even more transformed, especially now when everyone's forced online to, to learn now. Um, you know, wonder what kind of, you know, evolution of that will be. Obviously, remote working will continue to be on the rise as people realize, hey, I don't want to be stuck in traffic for so long every day now, right? <laughs> or, or some other things, right? Or I want more flexibility with my schedule, things like that, right? It's all really, really interesting. We're at a crossroads right now. It's uh, pretty excited, I guess, for what's to come. But also equal parts, there is also that dread of how things can go very, very wrong. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's some of the elements you mentioned there. I agree with you that although the digital age, the experience age will continue to develop with innovation and technology as that continues to advance it can really benefit um, probably from a cost effective maybe point of view you know individuals traveling to work they can you know work from home but it's, it's the social elements that does connect human beings to one another and you know whether it's a handshake or you know a, a, an eye contact or a tap on the back it's where you build those bonds with with one another then that's how it strengthens relationships and rapport and in in the digital space sometimes that that can be impacted by but it, it, for one thing you said about education you know if I look at it from an introvert, introvert's perspective, some of the best industries, so it says, uh, you know, in, in research I've been doing about introverts, they, they thrive within education, creative marketing spaces. And I, I don't know whether that's because they have that time to really reflect and utilize their inner dialogue and their skill sets to, you know, make a big impact in, in those arenas or maybe express themselves. You know, marketing is quite an interesting one because marketing is usually a very visual, colorful, explosive kind of space, which whether it's videos or whether it's images or billboards or whatever it may be, you know, you've got to have that creative mindset to, to be able to make these products and platforms. So it's interesting that it says that about introverts, but one thing I think will benefit us in, in a forever adapting environment or world is that you can do a lot more learning yourself online. So say, for example, we all know public speaking is, is probably one of the worst fears uh, <laughs> around, the, around the world. And uh, they're, they're, oh, I was looking at this the other day, but there's a, on the website, WashingtonPost.com, it's America's biggest phobia, even more so than ghosts. So when I, I feel from my upbringing, being in school, I probably was a bit more of an introvert. And then you you go to college and then you go to university and then you go in the corporate world and you really got to develop certain skill sets, you know, because when I started in recruitment, uh, I started as a trainee recruitment consultant. Five promotions later, I was a branch manager. And as a branch manager, you're, you're managing a team, you're managing a desk, you're liaising with all different types of levels of business. Personally, you would have to do presentations. So you really have to develop core key skills to be able to do your job or to be able to develop your skills and areas to continue a career path that you may want. Not that it's saying that if you're an introvert, you, you, you still can't progress in a career, but I think there's an expectation in certain roles where you, you might need to do public speaking. So that is one area that it can really benefit in individuals now or introverts now to actually look online at or join uh, speakers academies which which have now revolutionized probably to delivering their their events and their, their courses online and like Udemy is a very fantastic platform and they can they can learn themselves to to speak better or to deliver messages with others and, and I think that's probably 
in my my opinion, one of the main useful uh, elements of technology now is is being able to educate others. And unfortunately, you know, during what's happened since the, the COVID situation, you know, I've uh, you heard that schools have have not had to have virtual classrooms, and I think that's fantastic. I think to be able to still deliver uh, education to young people, you know, using the technology we are blessed with, it just speaks volumes in a good world that we're in. Still, that you know, innovation and technology that has been developed can still help humans thrive and and continue on on, on the journey we want. Uh, it's going to be a different path for everyone and people are going to want different things in life or they want to going to you know create different things in life or experience different things in life but we can really utilize technology or the digital agent in so many different ways which is really going to reflect different personality styles and types as well yeah and i'm really really excited with the you know versioning kind of era of personalized education i think that would be really fascinating obviously you already touched upon it in terms of how different of course everyone learns differently you already you know touched upon kind of different learning styles for me i'm i would say i'm pretty visual actually so i watch so i, so I read a lot i watch a lot of videos you know on, on how to do things right and and you know learn both abstract and and you know i guess theoretical and practical things as well um and so you know obviously that uh you know some people are auditory some people have to get up and, and actually do things in order to to learn things like that so yeah, no, and with kind of the explosion basically of just free learning, you know, on online, you can look at anywhere, you know, you can learn technically about anything by consulting, you know, a wise old gentleman named Dr. Google, right? Or <laughs> Dr. Google, right? So it's, uh, again, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's amazing. You think about that 20 years ago. I mean, I still, I still remember when I had to pick up an encyclopedia to look for things. I still remember that. <laughs> that was uh, very early on, but then, you know, progress, you know, it was like, okay, let's hop onto the school computer. And then now it's devices that can fit into the palm of our hand. And now what's next, right? In terms of how we interact and, and consult and, and get information. For me, like I can talk to my voice assistant, like I have a Google Home Mini, like I can set an alarm, I can ask about the weather, things like that, right? And it's mm. like, what's next? Right, and it's never a better time to learn a new skill, especially now since a lot of people are are stuck working from home or, or things like that. Never a better time to pick up a new skill or hobby. Yeah, for a lot of individuals, you know, having a growth mindset, and consistently learning, adapting, and and not only that, I think we have to. This situation was brought upon us, and it was unexpected. So those who necessarily might not have use video conferencing much or being you know worked from home or using technology to do their roles business or personal it was embraced upon them so it just goes to show that we we do need to continue learning uh, and there's so much technology out there you know it, it's quite noisy sometimes whether it's on social media or whether it's the new gadget that comes out like you know <laughs> like i having a watch phone for example <laughs> or paying for uh, products you know just by tapping tapping your phone against the paves machine it's it's you know it, it's for a lot of individuals who are not used to it especially you know different generations or i wouldn't even say different generations but for those individuals that that, you know haven't been shown it we're just we're just not expected to know it and that's why i think as an as an individual you need to constantly be using technology researching looking at the convenience of using technology nowadays or, or it, it, it has many applications whether it's education whether it may be safety reasons whether it may be you know good for you your, your own you know health and well-being there's so much technology out there that can really benefit you and
and it's, it's just developing your own skill set and have it be you know using your mindset to say right I want to learn something differently it's fascinating that you say about books because you know I like to read uh, there's a lot of business books I've read especially Stephen Covey's famous book you know we all love that one and, and his seven habits and also um, it's whether you can read it on a Kindle or, or even on your apps on your phone some people prefer just to have a physical book maybe it's because they can feel it maybe it's because they can touch it but nowadays I would say people are actually quite excited about podcasts and there's, there's uh, it's great you know you've set up your own platform and, and that, that we're doing a podcast or you know on some of these topics today but it's, it's so easy to listen to a podcast while you're maybe doing other things and that's how we are developing as human beings we're utilizing technology to benefit with our daily routines and we do live in a fast-paced world sometimes so we are looking for what's convenient and and what's gonna you know maybe maybe save time or, or save money and, and we are going to want to use those types of technology to benefit our lives one thing listening to one of your podcast episodes before you mentioned that are you, i don't know if you started you're doing a youtube channel yes i'm looking to develop that one yes uh, right so it's, it's fascinating because you know being an introvert and now putting yourself on you know a, a global platform with billions of users on there and learning yourself to do it you've definitely got the capability to do it but how does that make you feel you know setting up a youtube channel and doing those videos that are going to be seen by potentially millions of people very very honestly speaking it is terrifying for especially someone who is more introverted in the beginning it's like you know what would people uh, again it's, it's really the fear of judgment that goes on right and and more often than not you conflate the reaction that you think you will get versus what you'll actually get right and a lot of the time you will think that you'll get more negative feedback than you actually will get just because, you know, it's human nature. You focus, tend to focus on the negative more than the positive if you're presented with both the options. And so, it's again, it's all mindset, right? It's, it's how to get started and, and continue or to keep going. Obviously, you get, you receive feedback from your audience and then positive or negative, you know, they both help, right? In, in kind of knowing how, where to take your content, right? And how to present yourself, right? Whether it's background music is loud or... Uh, you, you know, your, your backdrop is too distracting or, you know, I hate your voice. I mean, you, you can't really do anything about that, right? Unless you, unless you apply a voice modifier, right? Then you sound like Darth Vader or something. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, it, <laughs> again, you know, it's all a process of continual improvement, but you got to just get started. And for me, that's the exact same principle I applied with the podcast, right? I did wait a little bit uh, in terms of getting started. I started recording for the show in, in mid-January and I started releasing episodes in, in late March because, again, I was you know worried about what will people think about the show or, or would it be even useful for, for people. And it turns out that those fears were largely unfounded because, you know, I keep getting a lot of requests for people to be on the show. Right. And, and people approach me to, to say that they love the show. They want to be, they want to come on. And I think that's great. You know, that there is, again, it's, a, it's all very related to, to business as well, because you're serving, you're serving a need for your customer or your listener or your listener base, uh, if you will. And at the end of the day, you're just helping to solve problems for people. And I think that's great. And that, that's for a lot of the future videos I, I plan to make on YouTube. There are, you know, I've come up with a few ideas in, in terms of, you know, not only talking about podcasting. I've, I've, I have a couple of videos out as of, what's today, June 9th. I already have a couple of videos out with recordings of specific podcast episodes i've done with two people or two of our guests live in person because we you know where we live in the same area this, these were filmed before the area of quarantine so don't bash me if I, <laughs> whatever right? if i broke any any social distancing or physical distancing rules or whatever these are filmed like in january or february but in any case looking to further expand on the content you know obviously i have a wider scope 
I would say, because it is under my personal name. No, that's my YouTube channel. Uh, just you know, same as my as my LinkedIn profile, right? It's just general content on personal branding and digital marketing, event planning, and, and self-improvement, basically, is, is kind of the main name of the game. And, uh, you know, I have videos on, on podcasting in effect. But also, I have, I'm thinking of starting a series called the As an Introvert series. And so we want to take a look at, I guess, sharing my perspective and sharing my experience of how to do things as an introvert. I know, you know, that sounds kind of vague, but what I mean by that is, like, I have things like how to build a world-class network as an introvert or how to start a business as an introvert, or uh, how to defeat self-eliminating beliefs as an introvert, or how to have great conversations as an introvert. So these kinds of very career-focused kinds of things or activities that you can improve on as an introvert, right? and, and <laughs> kind of recognize how to do that in a very unique way, obviously, as a shared experience for all introverts, but also for yourself as well, what works best for you, like you said before, every individual is unique in their communication style, in their working habits, and in just generally the way they think about the world, they manage their time, things like that. So I hope to obviously grow from that and we'll see where that goes. Well, that's great to hear. And so you're really heartfelt information there and passions, which, you know, which is, I think that's where our, our energy comes from is what you're passionate about and, um, and what you want to, to share with the world. And it's, it's interesting in a couple of the topics you spoke about there. So we do have our self-limiting beliefs sometimes, and that probably mostly comes from perception. What others are thinking about us, what if we may receive a negative comment. And you know, that that, that can be quite challenging to overcome. And, and there's no quick cure for that. So I, I'm a sales trainer and, and I deliver workshops and I work on site with employees, individuals, business owners, and we look at various different techniques of effectively proving their gross sales and their revenue. That that's part of what they do in business to make more money. And there's there's various different challenges uh, that I hear and that people explain, you know, whether it's that the follow-up process, for example, I don't like to bug people. So you know that that's quite a sticking point and that's probably they feel that they find it hard to keep going back to someone or at the start to, to build a relationship with someone how do I how do I start communicating with someone what questions do I ask so you know these are the t types of um, challenges I hear quite a lot and I think what, I, what I'm trying to say in based on what, what you said is that I don't want to use the, the classic cliche term people buy from people but it, we do build our emotional connections with people and so not, not everyone's to say is going to want to buy something for you if we're talking in, in a sales related term but there will be others who you will get on well with who you will build a rapport and that will build a fantastic relationship and a fantastic customer the base and then looking at what you you want to share or you know i've got a podcast out myself and I, I've, I've written a sci-fi fantasy book previously because of my own passions now you are putting yourself out there and you know i'm sharing to others my my thoughts my feelings my rationale intellectual you know abilities how are others going to perceive it well the first step is that maybe not everyone will first of all read it or watch it or listen to it uh, the different types of learning styles there but there will be some individuals who will really appreciate that you are sharing this information and they they will be following you and and they will like to know you know the self-help tips and techniques and guides that you're giving them uh, and like you said you know some of the elements that you're going to do with you know how introverts do this how they communicate that's really going to appeal to quite a lot of individuals out there and if you don't take that step to share in 
that information, then effectively you're not doing others justice. And it might even inspire other individuals to take that leap and also say, Do you know what? Everyone's got a unique ability. Everyone's got talent. You need to be able to, to show that to others, whether you're using the digital space or certain types of channels or, or whatever it may, may be. There are going to be individuals out there that are really going to be appreciative of the support you're giving them or you putting yourself out there and saying, you know, I know something about this. I always say in the end of my workshops, you know, if, if you if you take away information that you didn't learn from today, then then you, you, you've taken value away from it. And even if it's one or two little things, something that can adapt your personal life, your business life or the sales process, whatever it may be, you know, it, it's something that you didn't know before. Appreciate you coming today and, and listening to me rabble on for quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as you can walk away feeling like, you know what, light bulb moment, I can go and do that. And that that will effectively change their lives or, or business lives for the better. So yeah, I, I, you know, I'm sure we're, what you're going to be continuing to, to talk about over over your space and channels is that inspiring others to take that leap of faith and 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 and, and show the world or, or show a, a, the tribe of your followers information that you know that you learned from your experiences that is really going to benefit other people. Yeah, for sure, and that's kind of the the goal for any anyone looking to you know obviously build a following that's or build community. At the end of the day, that that's all it is it's about imparting your shared experiences your 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 learnings your thoughts to 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 others in the hope that they can pay it forward and and do the same to others as well and it's just for me you know i'm not born a special individual i'm just one of seven billion people on this planet But what I've chosen to do or what I've elected to do, obviously there is a, you know, I don't come from any prestigious background or anything, but what I have had is, is, a, is a chance to grow up with a lot of these digital technologies. And, and in a sense, that's how I've become digitally native or digitally illiterate in a sense, right? And that I think is a huge advantage, especially in this day and age to amplify the message you want to share. Right. And that's how, with you know, the advent of, of social media and, and all these other things, you know, is a great way to do that. Right. And, you know, as long as you find, again, you don't need to speak to everyone. I would argue that you don't speak to everyone <laughs> you know, because then, because if you're trying to target everyone, you target no one. Right. And that's why it's so important to have that kind of niche where you're very hyper focused on and, and, we're fulfilling 100% of the needs of that specific group of individuals versus fulfilling the needs of, you know, about 25 to 50% of everyone in general, you know, you won't have that, again, retention, right? That's, that's the same thing that goes for, for any business, really. You can always scale up later. You can be like Amazon. You can sell books first and then expand to just everything on the, under the sun, every single industry under the sun, okay. right? Or you can be Facebook for university students at first and then for everyone, right? But definitely at the beginning, you have your specific audience you're reaching out to. Like for myself, for the Digital Introverts podcast, it's definitely introverts who want to level up in their career and who want to start the next great thing, you know, themselves, whether it's, you know, a coaching business, consultancy, a startup, whatever the case may be, right? Digital marketing agency, whatever, um, or side or side hustle, side business, that's fine too, right? Uh, but definitely that kind of niche is where I operate and that's where I've had the majority, vast majority of guests uh, I don't know if you've noticed, I guess, so far, that's the vast majority of my guests are like that, right? They're introverts, but they have started their own thing and they're very happy in that capacity. And so that is the type of audience I want to serve you know, going forward that you don't have to be held back by your self-limiting beliefs. You can 
go for it. You can you know, be as creative as you want and shoot for the stars. Yeah, and everyone's going to have their own passions and their own desires. And you know, whether it's uh, an introvert or an extrovert, but if you're going to go and set up, say, a business or you're working within a business, it boils down to what is it that you want? And you want to follow through in your, your own passions and your own interests. And and I think you're, you're right. It's, it's, it's nice to know, probably, I think there is a lot of reflective time and thinking you need to first of all understand yourself understand self-awareness I think is, is and self-actualization I think those are really key concepts that in, individuals need to go and explore if you if you, you know haven't necessarily done that then yeah you know to inspire it to, to give others advice other introverts as well advice go and you know work with a coach or a mentor or, or go online and and do a lot of self self-help self-learning and really explore areas because there might be areas that you didn't know that you were good at or or that you enjoyed and you know time moves on so quickly now so I, I wake up every morning and I have a very good uh, morning routine and that really inspires me for the rest of the day and gives me a very good strong mindset to achieve what I want to do that day and and do the best work I you know 100% work I want to put in to, to what I do and I feel because because I've, I've now worked that out in recent years from from leaving the corporate world and setting up my own business that you know a morning routine for me really really helped my own thought processes and, and working out okay so different times a day for doing different things for me you, you've got to go and explore what works for you and and like you said for your market and the platforms you're you're now putting out there and, and sharing information with others and, and you know you would have a good following for other introverts to, to be able to do the same so you know everyone definitely do some research do do your due diligence first of all find out what sets your passion alight and also try something different it, some things maybe seem you know oh i haven't done that before should i go and do it if you don't go and do something how, how would you know that you're going to be good at it or that you're going to like it you know how do you know what you're doing now might not be the right thing for you and it's, it's funny because i've had a commercial life and then you know taking the leap to set up your own business there's loads of different elements you need to, to learn and uh, not only in in your own self-awareness but in your own skill set to be able to do that but you know when we look at other successful people out there and you said you're saying about um uh, uh, amazon you know coca-cola um i believe it only sold 24 bottles in its first year and now the global phenomenon it's, it's, it's led to be so we've all got to start somewhere is the is the message i want to give that is and do take those steps to go and try something different whether that's learning a new skill a new hobby whether it might be musical or it might be arts or whatever it may be or, or business related go go out there and explore and and, and don't don't be afraid of failure because you're always going to learn something and you're going to build character from it. And and I'm sure any successful person out there, like, you know, Richard Branson, uh, you know, he, you know, one, one of the richest people in the UK, you know, he, he's, he's had some setbacks, but that hasn't stopped him. So find out what works for you. Have, have, have a, you know, strong mindset to continue on. And when you get to where, you know, down your journey, you would inspire others along the way. I swear, I swear you tried everything under the sun. You look at, you know, look at the Virgin brand. Like he has tried Virgin everything i swear right i mean and what do you start off with he started off with music right and then he started and then he continued with an airline and you think of like all the in industries that he's in now you know you have virgin radio you have virgin galactic you have virgin whatever he has had to learn every single time you know how to how do i enter this industry but he had the guts to actually go for it right and to, and to try again you never know until you actually try and, and obviously he has had some very 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 crazy stories on, on, on how things have transpired but again that's where he what has had led him to where he is today right He's a very conventionally successful individual and if he didn't uh, you know or other individuals attempt to go and put themselves out there and try new things you, you wouldn't have built say you know the brand he has and, and and effectively you know the synergy you build with others and the relationship you build with others and 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 
you know, as, 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 you know, different generations are exploring new things now and the digital space is changing, you know, we, we need to, we need to look at others' experiences and know that success can be done. It is possible. We're all going to have setbacks. Everyone's had a setback. You've got to keep trying and you've got to keep continuing to use your mindset and your, you know, your tenacity and your drivers and, uh, you know, various other, you know, strong qualities we all have in different ways to be able to continue thriving in, in, in an adaptable world but also a world that you can you know you can make your own in in, in the way you want it to yeah and and uh, you know adding to that is very much grit and resilience are the very uh, are the keys to that mm. right and and failure is, is only true if you allow your mind to think it, it is a failure right you think of failure not as a failure or failure not as a setback but rather is a layover at an airport or to your final destination or you think of it as one of the stops before your final destination on the train tracks, right? Or whatever the case may be. You almost think of it as a requirement to, to find that eventual success. That's how I've always drastically reframed my relationship with failure, quote, unquote, right? You know, whether it's, you know, not having a business take off or not getting into that program at, at school I wanted to, more of a, this is not the right fit for me at the current time, rather than Oh, this is a you know accurate reflection of my abilities that I am ter- a terrible person, right? Because that was the the unhealthy mindset I used to have, right? With that, and really, you know, very key, you know, in, in that self discovery aspect is what you just mentioned self uh, self awareness and the ability to ask yourself to always ask why you're doing things. I think that's really important. You know, you can you know you know you can take take it up face value. What are you doing? I'm looking for a job, but why are you looking for a job? Why are you looking for a job in this specific industry? But you have to answer yourself quite honestly about why, right? Is it for the money? Is it for the prestige? Is it for the fame or whatever? Whatever the very underlying, yeah, you can. We're all selfish at the end of the day. That's that's very much human nature. But you have to be very honest with yourself. Why you're doing certain things? You know, why am I? Why do I want to start a business? Do I want to be a fame, world famous entrepreneur like Richard Branson, right? Or am I really doing this for the service of other people? Then why not start a nonprofit? If you want to, you want to help people, right? Or if you want to help people, why do you even want to be a doctor or a physician? Why not be a nurse? Why not be a social worker? There are many different ways to help. You know, you have to, again, you know, these are all the different types of questions I've had to grapple with, actually, <laughs> uh, because I have a science background and I, you know, I used to be, want to become a doctor, right? And so those are the kinds of questions I really had to ask myself. Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Just why, basically. And you know, again, you have to really reflect on your life, examine your life in that way. And a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, due to extenuating circumstances or just the status quo or the way it is, just go through the motions of life. You, you look at kind of the conventional milestones, right? You go to school, you get a degree, you get a job, you get married, you have kids, you have your lovely house, you retire, and then what? And so really having that underlying, you know, the values in your life, and underlying sense of purpose. Why am I here, right? And that will help really drive you, motivate you to to achieve better than a plain Jane life, if you will. Yeah, and I think that's a fantastic way to end this with the, the listeners out there. And, and the why is, is definitely one of the biggest questions to ask yourself. And purpose, you know, what is your purpose for doing something? And, you know, and, and you really need to work that out. And that took me some time also to work out in, in, in my life. What do I want to do now? Why do I want to do that? What's my purpose from that? And, you know, I will actually say I found that what it is now is that I, I, I work hard, um, as a lot of people do, but it's because I want to show others it, it can be done. And 
And, you know, how can I stand up and be a trainer and train others if I'm just saying, do this, do that? I need to show it can be done. So I've worked, that is my purpose. But also other, other really core elements is that, you know, what motivates you? If you can find uh, those motivator wheels out there, I'm sure we've all seen them before, whether it's your family or, you know, or career success or, or money or, you know, just a well-being, whatever it may be, find out what your motivators are. If you can really tick some of those, those key elements off, and then whatever you, uh, you, you decide to do in your life, you, you can, you know, make it successful and, and fruitful and you can be very happy. Yes, yeah, exactly. You just have to be crystal clear. And even for me, like that, I'm still fairly honest, I'm still on that discovery phase, right, of what my ultimate purpose um, in life is, right? And, and obviously for now, the, the, I guess the temporary one, you know, if you're listening in the 2055, this is the temporary one I have uh, <laughs> right now. Um, on you know on empowering other introverts to go out there and and do great things right i'm treating that through this podcast and through other just related content i've created or i'm about to create right and so that drives me right every day to really get up and 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 i'm excited right to, to see another day right versus dreading another sunrise that oh now i have to get up and exist right so i suppose it's nice to like you said go to bed in the evening feel like you've accomplished something that day and wake up with the next day with with a plan in mind a to-do list excitement what you're going to achieve that day uh, and whatever that may be you know that, that that's what keeps you going and it, it's a lot of uh, self-discovery and you're going to have many experiences successes or failures but it's going to build character you know life is constantly changing uh, every day something is 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 adapting and we need to be able to adapt with that and and I think you know what you're doing with this podcast now what, what, what other individuals uh, you know do around the world is sharing those experiences storytelling is such a powerful message because you know you're you're, you're sharing your own experiences and yeah, like having a mentor or working with a coach or you know or research or listen to podcasts uh, or researching things online whatever it may be the more you can learn from others uh, you, you can then understand okay so how, how what, what, what do I need to do to, to, to make that successful what could I do differently that it didn't work for someone else? Or how, as an individual, can I express myself and actually, you know, do something quite unique? Uh, uh, like, like the term, you know, as we talked about right at the start, digital introverts, I, I think it's, it's great. It's fantastic. It, it's, it's showing others that, you know, applying your, 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 your mindset, your passions, uh, expressing your, your, the own way of expressing yourself and, and sharing that with the world. Great. Fantastic. You know, thank you again for coming on to the show and uh, we're having such a wide breadth of discussion topics. It's, it's amazing. Every single time I talk with guests, you know, we end up talking about everything and anything. And it's great. You know, the more tangents, the better, I would say. <laughs> so thank you again. Well, first of all, Godwin, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, I really hope that the listeners enjoyed enjoyed our discussions and, and taken something away from what we discussed today. That would be, uh, that would be you know, uh, fantastic for me to know. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, as as last parting gift, if you will, for our listeners here, if anyone wanted to learn more about you and uh, and what you do and what or just want to connect with you uh, where can they do so yeah uh, brilliant uh, you know really keen to connect i really enjoy building uh, relationships uh, with people all over the globe uh, so i would say primarily if, if you could connect with me on linkedin uh, my name is just jamie martin on there and uh, and i'll be happy to connect with you and you can find most of my details if, if you you know want a further communication or if you go to my website and that's www.correctcareerscoaching.com Great, there you go. Was the alliteration on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking with the end mind and was trying and you know thinking of what, what kind of brand I wanted. <laughs> the triple C, <laughs> the triple C. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Great, thank you so much, and uh, and we'll catch up soon. Thank you again. Take care. 
Thanks for listening to the Digital Introverts Podcast. If you've liked what you heard, please consider subscribing and leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at D-I-G-I-I-N-T-R-O-S-H-O-W. Join the Digital Introverts Community Facebook group at D-I-G-I-I-N-T-R-O-G-R-O-U-P and visit the website at digitalintrovertspodcast.com. You can also follow me on all social platforms at Godwin H.S. Chan. I appreciate everyone who listens to the show and let's change the world right